0: Welcome to Breaking Barriers, you know your path, we know the obstacles, and we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Viguero. Everybody, welcome back to Breaking Barriers. Um, I'm extremely excited today. You know, we have an amazing, amazing person here that is going to add so much value to us in so many different ways from a health and wellness perspective. Um, With us, we have Dr. Danielle Gray. Uh, Dr. Danielle, thank you so much for taking the time to be here.
1: It was such a pleasure to be here as well. I'm so excited to, um, to be here with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And so for the people who are wondering, you know, who is Dr. Danielle? What is it that you do? You know, can you give us a little summary of who you are, what you do?
1: I'm an upper cervical chiropractor, um, but we've also evolved our business over the years as our patients' needs have changed into a full health and longevity center. So we also have offerings of things like whole body cryotherapy, infrared sauna. We have massage therapists. We're about to launch some new and exciting things with hormone replacement therapy and IV. So, you know, really what we are all about is finding ways to be able to help our community and our population as healthy as they possibly can and live their best quality of life.
0: I love that. I love that. You know what I love though? I love that you also have the longevity in there, right? Because you're thinking long-term, not just in the moment. So for the people out there, because I think there's a high level of skepticism with most, maybe younger people will call it, but when it comes to chiropractic services, right? What, What do you say to those people who are naysayers slash, you know, well, what is chiropractic actually doing for me?
1: Yeah. Well, it's a really great question and it's really a big part of my story because I was very skeptical um, about chiropractic and I had a personal health story that really changed my perception of it. So when people come in or ask those questions, they're often embarrassed to even say it. And, And for me, I'm like, hey, I've been there. I got it. But I was open minded enough to be able to explore it as something of a possibility to help with some of the issues that I was having. And I appreciate that they ask that question and want to be able to learn about it instead of just making up what they think it to be. Um, you right. know, that's a, that's a long and evolved thing of um, why there are some stereotypes about chiropractic out there, just like there are with any business, right, or, or any right. segment of the economy. And so it's just about understanding there's good, there's bad, there's different. There's 40 to 50 different types of chiropractic that's out there and available, and there's a huge, wide range of possibilities in the way that people can practice. So you know, my thing, and, and it's really with everything, be open-minded enough to learn and listen and understand and not just um, judge what, what somebody told you or what you think it to be.
0: I love that. I love that. Open, being open-minded is a, is a golden gift that is not easy to do at first. But I think in the long term, it pays dividends because when you're open to things, opportunities come your way. You see things you wouldn't have seen before because you're closed off. Um, and so what what would you say? So when it comes to also, I just want to ask one more question in terms of, you know, so when people hear about infrared saunas, right? So what are, what are the benefits of
1: that? Infrared saunas, seven times more detoxifying than a regular sauna. So it's really right. about... Um, detoxifying from everything, right? Even if you eat what you think are the best foods and you're exercising and you're sleeping well, you know, the environmental pollutants that we're facing every day, just the air that we breathe really can make us toxic. And, And a big part of health is being able to process those toxins and expel them. And a lot of people, especially in our population, we can get them to a certain stage or a certain place where we start to hit ceilings. And then we start to really see and understand that their body's just not releasing what it needs to be releasing, right? So for somebody with Lyme disease or autoimmune disease, it's about being able to process what they're trying to manage um, from that health standpoint. From an athlete standpoint, it's about trying to be able to recover and get rid of that lactic acid and all that other buildup so that they can recover faster and perform better. So um, there's really great um, health outcomes that are involved with the infrared sauna as well.
0: See, I think more people need to know about this stuff, right? So I love that you're out there educating and like helping people because, you know, not only not only does that help obviously athletes and, and you know, normal day-to-day people, I'm sure that does wonders for people with a hangover.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely does. And, and you know, that's the, really the interesting thing that we've started to find is, you know, really Restore has evolved as we as I said before, as we've tried to solve the needs of our patients. And what we're really finding is there's so much overlap with many different segments of the population. So people often ask, well, what's your target demographic? And we really, we really don't have one because we have young people coming in that want to be college athletes that want to be able to get that scholarship. We have pro athletes that are coming in because they know that that's their money, right? So they need to be in top performers. But I also just ran into somebody in the hallway that is um, a weekend warrior, if you will. Right. And she wants to continue You know, she just played two hours of tennis and she was doing this, she was doing that. And so she wants to make sure that she can continue to be able to do those things that she loves. But then at the same time, we can also help the 80-year-old that is really trying to be able to just be more mobile and keep their quality of life. And we can help people that are sick with things like Lyme disease and autoimmune diseases. So, so what we're really finding about the basics of, of health is that it can apply to so many things. It doesn't have to be, be specific to um, one particular population
0: right that's that's awesome
2: this podcast is sponsored by hatteras a leader in print-based communications with services ranging from high impact direct mail and packaging to retail graphics and environmental branding hatteras helps global brands engage with their target audience through the power of print reach out to them at hatteras.us for help with your next print project
0: and i think you know what so so let's dive into let's dive into a little bit about why you're doing what you're doing right I i love to ask that question like you know, was there a doctor in your family? Obviously you mentioned that you had a personal story or something, like, yeah. like why are you doing what you're doing?
1: Um, it, was, it was a personal health story. I actually had a surfing accident when I um, used to be in software consulting. So I had my own business within um, that space as well after starting out in corporate. Um, and I had a personal injury and um, traditional medicine wasn't able to give me the answers that I needed to be able to f- fix and solve those problems. And literally out of desperation, I went and saw a chiropractor and within a couple of weeks I felt great. And so I think, you know, the, you know I know that, you know, the entrepreneur in me saw a need and, and really quite frankly, I was I was mad that, that nobody told me or like we just talked about was open-minded enough to say, hey, we can't help you. Maybe this person can, right? That might be in a different space from a medical standpoint. And so I really went to chiropractic school with the goal of Getting everybody to start working together from a health standpoint, right? And having the neurologist be the neurologist be able to talk to the chiropractor, to be able to talk to the physical therapist, to be able to talk to the mental health professional. And because of the skepticism a lot around chiropractic, that really wasn't happening. So it was, it was a personal story, but it was also a motivation of I knew that there were so many other people that were suffering like I was, and I wanted to do something about it.
0: That's really cool. I love, I love those stories when like you turn a like situation or, you know, what you've been through into a business and able to help other people. That's so awesome. Uh, Dr. Greg. So now for the people who are listening in that like aspiring doctors that are like, I want to go to college. I want to become a doctor, you know, whether it's in chiropractic, whether it's in surgery, dentistry, whatever. Right. Can you talk to us a little bit? How did you get through school? And when I say that, I mean like, how was it like the studying, like the mentality of all these tests, like how did you push yourself through are you normally just good at acad- academics like how did you get yourself through those things do you have any tips or advice for somebody who's looking to take that journey
1: well i i you know i was naturally always a good student but i will tell you my my undergrad college experience was very different than when i went back to chiropractic school because in undergrad i felt like that was the next logical step from high school so i felt like i almost i had to be there so i didn't enjoy that process i kind of just knew that i if i wanted to get a great job and make money i needed to be able to get that degree right when i went to chiropractic school it was because i had a passion for it and i wanted to learn and i wanted to be able to help others and so it was a it it was just a very different dynamic i also had matured enough that i knew i didn't have to sit in a library for eight hours and make it look like i was studying and not really be productive i had had enough work and employment experience to know that I could manage my time a lot more appropriately, right? And then I also, and again, I think part of this just had to do with me having some work and sort of real life experience. I spent all of that time that I, you know, maybe used to spend in the library for eight hours a day looking and shadowing other doctors, right? So I made it a point every week to go to a different practitioner's office and shadow them and hang out and look and see what I liked and what I didn't like. I was very lucky that I was able to trade my business experience and my computer and systems experience um, with an upper cervical chiropractor so that I apprenticed under him and learned the clinical aspects while I helped him with some system aspects and basically built the plan for my office while I was in school. So I I had the end goal in mind the entire time. And knew what i wanted to learn and study but i'll tell you a quick story i have um a new associate that's joining me actually just in a couple weeks he just graduated from chiropractic school and he worked for me as a tech when he was an undergrad and he said hey i really i want to become a doctor but i am terrified i don't know the business standpoint i don't think i could go out on my own i don't have those skills right and so i said if you get through school and you do that you can come back and work for me and i'll teach you and train and develop you so that you can get those skills right learn from me and learn what we've done over the last 10 to 12 years so you know i think it's important to shadow people find mentors just ask right i have two young people right now that are have worked for me as well that are getting ready to go to chiropractic school so we've spent that time working with them and getting them set up for success ahead of time so it's just about asking the people in front of you and ahead of you Because I think so many want to be able to help.
0: I absolutely love that. I think it's so important to find somebody who, like, the analogy that I use, I took from Ray Dalio. And, you know, he wrote the book uh, Principles. And, um, you know, one of the things that he says is, like, you know, listen, if you're going to go on a tour through the jungle, right? And there's two people, right? There's somebody who's just started to do it, they've maybe done it for 30 days, 40 days, and they're cheaper versus having somebody who's been doing it for 30 years. Who do you trust going through a jungle that has lions, tigers, ants, insects, all these different variables? It's like you wanna have somebody who knows the way of the land. And when you find a mentor, they're gonna take you through areas that are gonna help you. One of the things that I love that I've heard so many times over and over again, um, but it's a stoic philosopher who says it, and it's you know any wise man or woman can learn from their own, mistakes. I'm sorry, any foolish man or woman can learn from their own mistakes but it takes a wise man or woman to learn from somebody else's, right? And so, when you have a mentor, they're gonna give you different versions of perspectives and different things that they've seen that could help you avoid some of the crashes, right? Because you're gonna hit the guardrails but, you know, it, it helps you there. So I love that you said that's such such such, a, such a, a great value.
2: Dr. Joe is an expert with the leading residential solar company in the country. His passion to help others combined with the goal of having the world run on the sun can change how our planet is powered forever. It costs you nothing and can either totally eliminate your electric bill or at least cut it down significantly. It's free money. Go to solar.com to see if you qualify for solar and help make the world a better place.
0: So now on that topic, you know, what have been some of the biggest challenges for you when you were starting the business side of it, right? Like what was like a challenge for you? Like what would you say is like one of your biggest challenges and how did you overcome it?
1: well, I, I remember in my in my first office, I used to I felt like I would stand there and just spin around in circles because I just didn't know what to do next, right? There were so many things that I knew that I needed to do, but I just tried to stay very disciplined and remember that one little step at a time was gonna make a difference, right? So you know, I had a list, I had a plan, I knew. You know that i needed to spend equal times working on the logistics of the office versus actually getting out and and finding patients right and finding people right. to be able to help and serve um, at the same time and so and i also at that first you know I, I spent about a year planning the office getting things set up getting things like the website set up getting the emails you know a lot of the tedious stuff while i was still working at a different job so that when i did open the office, I was ready, right? I didn't just open the doors and and then all of a sudden have to worry about where people were coming from. The other big thing that I did, even though I had worked for another person that did exactly what I was planning on doing, I also hired another coach um, Mm -hmm. and I worked with him that, again, same thing you just talked about. He was ultra successful, had multiple offices. And I, while it was a struggle to spend the money, Spent the money on that jungle guide, like you just said, and, and had him hold me accountable. You know, I was able to ask him questions. You know, I had a plan and an idea, but it was really great to have somebody to be able to bounce ideas off of and ask the questions of, well, what did you do? Or this isn't working. What do I do next? Um, and so I worked with him for probably the first um, three years that I was in practice.
0: Wow. So when it, I want to unpack that real quick. So anybody listening in, when it comes to the best investment on earth that you can make, it's in your health and in your personal development. And I love that, obviously, those are two areas. So, obviously, with you and, and Restore, you know, that's obviously what you provide people from a health perspective. But I love, obviously, the, the investment in personal development with a coach and with your tour guide, we'll call it, right, of the jungle um, who helps you. So, that's that's phenomenal. Um, what would you do differently, knowing everything that you know right now, if you can go back and give yourself a piece of advice that you could from the starting point, you just opened up, you're in your office doing circles around. Like what do I do next? What piece of advice would Danielle right now give Danielle on the first step?
1: I think just, you know, my coach would always say this, but it was really hard for me to believe it at the time. If you just keep taking the actions necessary and, and release yourself from the outcome, you're going to be amazed at the, at what, what shows up for you. Right. And how successful you'll be. And in a lot of days, That was tough. Right. It was hard to make five phone calls to try to network with somebody and nobody would answer me back or they wouldn't do anything. And he just said, just keep doing the things that we know are going to set you up for success and it will end up that way for you. Right. And so and, and trust that my my heart and my intention of what my business was about to be. Right. So it was serving others and helping people from a health standpoint. But whatever your business may be. Um, if that intent and that, um, that purpose is there and you just keep taking those small steps every day, I think it'll happen. So I, I tried to remind myself of that every day. Right. But it was, you know, many days it was really hard to believe, (laughs) but it was sort of like, everything's going to be okay. It really is.
0: You know, it's, it's a good example of this, right. Is like when people start working out or going to the gym, right. And they want to transform their bodies. And it's like, you go to the gym for 30 days or maybe like two weeks or, or every single day you go, you don't see any difference. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a longer investment. So it's so hard to have the faith, that blind faith to keep going. Um, but I, that's a, that's a great, that's a great way to put it though. I love that. And that, that's an awesome, insightful tool that your coach gave you. Um, you. as we head to the end of our segment here, I like to put my guests on the spot. So you ready for this? <laughs> sure. I'm up for anything. <laughs> so I like to, I like to reverse engineer legacy, right? So a lot of times, people on this planet, you know, they're they're always after like, you know, exactly what they're what, what they have going on, what they're after, you know, who they want to be, what the, what their goals are, and you know, I had this project when I was back in high school that really resonated with me. I still to this day, um, you know, stick to that thought process because of it. It really made that much of an impact. But the the, uh, the assignment was, what would your Gravestone say, you know, there's loving wife, mother, this, that, you know, whatever passionate person loves people. Um, and, and the project was to look at your life from that perspective and work backwards. Right? So in doing that for you, what would your, what would your headstone say?
1: I mean, do I have to get it in a couple of words? I, I know. However you want to,
0: however, however you want to frame it. The, the
1: uh, You know, it, it's, it, it was probably about empowering others, I guess, or, you know, one, my best story or one of my greatest stories is is a woman came to me and she was um, she was not well. And she came in to me um, several months after we had started care. And she said, guess what I did this weekend? And I said, what? And she said, I went out in the yard and I played with my kids. Mm. And I thought, <laughs> you know, like if I can just do that to be able to get people back to the things that they love, that has a tremendous ripple effect. So maybe it would be that, totally. that the ripple effect was 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 great because if I got that woman back and she was able to be able to play with her kids and her kids were happy, imagine what that ripple effect has, right? right. Um, or somebody that wanted to be able to, you know, that wanted to be able to get back to work that could then take care of other people, you know, that small little step has powerful ripple effects from it. And so that's really what I hope that um, I know that's a long tombstone. Um, <laughs> You're going to have, you'd have to have two for yours. I know, like a big, long, just maybe a, a video or something. But, but that's really what, for me, um, it, it's about is, is hearing those stories and that small thing that I was able to do to really empower and help other people to be able to get their lives back and to be able to thrive on their own.
0: Totally. I love that. And I'm, and I'm so appreciative, obviously, of your time um, here with us, Dr. Gray. Um, you know, where can people find you if they want to engage with you? Like website, social media, things like that.
1: Our um, Instagram handle is at restore HLC for health and longevity center. Um, that's the same as our website as well, which is restorehlc.com. And everybody can find me um, through there.
0: Awesome. And, uh, and we like to always just thank you again. Time is the one asset we do not get back. So you spending it here with us today means the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for what you do for the people around you, your community, your patients, you know, your team, Um, you know, you're making so much impact. So thank you again for giving us your time today. We really appreciate you.
1: Well, thanks for, for having me. I really appreciate it.